This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode 70 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Bill Dobman. Now, Bill is the founder of My Shower Door, and Bill, welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. How the heck are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Thankfully, everybody's safe here, and hopefully everybody in your organization is safe as well. We've reopened for business, and things are actually looking good. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that, and I know you're going to get into it, but I know we've... Uh, uh, we've been excited to get you on board because you're you're doing something well you're doing a lot of awesome things for the community and um, something recently that happened uh that i'm not gonna no spoil alert here we'll get into it but let's first start though with my shower door tell us uh, tell our listener what what's that what the company is all about well i'd like to say i like people to know that we are a family business it's my wife myself our two sons we started this business back in Naples in 2003 with just the three family members. Actually, my uh, the fourth family member stayed up north because we had a similar business and we sold it up in Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, he stayed on with the new owners for six months during a transition period. And we opened up in Naples at our flagship store at Wiggins Pass, September of 2003 with three of us. As of yesterday, we're at 111 employees with... Wow. Uh, now eight um, Florida frameless shower door locations and a manufacturing plant as well. So there's a lot of growth that happened over the last 17 years. For sure, congratulations! And and speaking of growth, yes, Wilson, what what happened earlier this week? Well, on Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day, we were uh, part of a opening of our eighth showroom in Cape Coral, which is a large community, I guess by area, it's the largest city in Florida uh, by square miles, and it's the area for the most potential growth. Uh, we've got a great location right on Santa Barbara Boulevard in the corner of Veterans. Everybody knows that intersection. It's mobbed all the time, and it's near a five guys and a uh, firehouse sub. So we were able to open our showroom there, and and it's really funny because a lot of businesses that have really thrived during the COVID were ones that you don't have to have a brick and mortar store for. Uh, and so a lot of people questioned our tactic about opening and getting involved with a lease because I see a lot of doors shuttering. Uh, but we still feel that if you're going to make this kind of an investment to a good quality, heavy glass frameless shower door, you're going to want to feel and touch it as opposed to just ordering something online or getting it at a big box store and really not knowing what you're getting. Awesome. So walk us through. We, we visit the Cape Coral store or, or one of the others. We walk through the door. What happens next? I think immediately as you walk through the door, you know that these are players in the game. These are people that have been in the business and you're dealing with a company that that's what they do. It is their specialty. We'll be able to answer questions, show you all sorts of options of how we secure the glass. And, and the customer has a lot of input in this. You could have some channeling, no channeling, clips, clamps, different ways of securing the glass. You want it to look uh, high tech. You want it to look uh, traditional, uh, old school. We can have the, the metals or the hardware painted to an oil rub bronze or a matte black finish or you can stay with polished nickel or, or polished chrome. We also are specialists in the glass business. So you have a different 
choice of glass as well. And these are choices you won't get at a big box store or even online. No, who knew? Who knew there were all these different varieties and possibilities for sure. So how does one get into the My Shower Door business? How did you even come up with this concept and uh, get her started in 2003? Boy, really good question. It started way before 2003. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little bit of background about myself. Uh, I went to school for electrical technology. I got out of school and I installed burger alarm systems. Then I became sales manager of selling alarm systems for a company called Sonitrol. It's a big national company. Uh, but then at see, it was about 1977. My son Keith was born and around 86, he was diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease. Hmm. And I was also a professional hockey referee. I was traveling uh, most of New England for the American Hockey League. And it was very difficult for my hmm. wife to stay at home and take care of Keith and take care of Doug, my other son. So we had to try and find a business that I could work out of home so I could help her uh, when he had to go for his treatments and other things. So wow. Wow. I started off in the closet organizing business and grew that to the largest closet made dealer in New England. Uh, closet made, most people would know it as the white wire shelving that goes in closets. Uh -huh. And we did that for a number of years. And then the builders that I did work for said, hey, we really like your work ethic and I can't get anybody to do shower doors. Would you do that for me? I didn't know the first thing about it, but again, and you and you hear this all the time with entrepreneurs, you have to listen to what the market asked for. And this is the market clearly asking us to do shower doors. There was a big void out there. And I got to tell you, I didn't know the first thing about it and I didn't know where to turn, but I found out. And fortunately, cross, uh, paths crossed and I met an individual who was doing the same thing I was doing, closet shelving, but wanted to expand his shower door business. Uh, to augment his business. So we connected. He was out of Norwalk, Connecticut. And to this day, we're still very close friends. And mm -hmm. we developed a licensing agreement where I used their name and he taught me the business. And he, to this day, he's still one of the pillars in the shower door industry. Uh, and he's also a family business and he's done very well. So when we opened in Florida, we decided uh, we sold the businesses up north in 2002. Uh, it was actually right after September 11th, 2001. Hmm. And sold the business, moved to Florida, opened in Naples in September 2003, and, and did not do closet shelving anymore and just stayed with the shower doors and just grew, grew, and grew it. Wow. wow. Yeah. And obviously, I retired from skating. <laughs> you still get on the ice every now and then? Yeah, if I take the grandkids skating, we'll go over to Hertz Arena or somewhere. Sarasota yeah. had an outdoor rink during the holidays, which was fun. Uh, but other than that, no, more golfing now. Ah, uh, there you go. There you go. I like that. So any uh, myths, Bill, uh, that, you're, that you hear from customers when they come in that you can dispel for our listeners? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, first thing is they come in and say, how much is a frameless shower door? I mean, it's just, it's like saying, how much is a house? There's so many variables there. We can give them ranges, but the myth is that they're all the same. And that's far yeah. from the truth. They're far yeah. from the truth. Our hinge system is so different than anybody else's hinge system. 
And when people take time to analyze the difference, they'll see the benefits of the way we do our shower doors. Hmm. That's a so big bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's switch on over to fun. Uh, you mentioned GOP, but what, what's happening uh, when you're out of the office? What are you doing for fun? You'll probably get the same answer from most entrepreneurs is it's business 24-7. It seems that way. The fun is in the business. And I guess if you're going to be in business and be an entrepreneur, you got to do what's fun. Otherwise, it's it's a drag. So that is fun, but doing things with the family and then uh, golf is, all four of us are golfers. We all enjoy it. So that's probably our number one fun thing to do, but then travel. Uh, I was fortunate enough along with my other son to get a pilot's license and we're able to take our plane and go places and help grow the business. Wow. So we can get to Orlando and meet with them and be back in the same day, which if you've ever traveled route four, you know that that's a huge advantage. For sure. Um, and if wow. we grow the business, that that's a good thing to have. So we can get over onto the East Coast and back. Wow. What's your favorite yeah. destination? Uh, Key West is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and going to Orlando is fun. It's a you know, yeah. less than an hour flight and you're and you're down and yeah, that's really nice. Going over the traffic is a lot of fun. It's funny, I was talking to uh, Dr. France who recently got his license and he had the same answer. Key, you know, the keys, I guess Key West was his. It's just, uh, yeah. it's just great. You know, it's a little over an hour. Great yeah. view all the way. Just go relax. It's just a different atmosphere. And you can come back and you feel refreshed. It's, yeah. it's very nice. Very nice. So how about Bill, if there was, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you've been through just about everything, you know, the highs and the lows. Uh, yeah. uh, but when it comes to hardships, uh, personal business, uh, what comes to mind that you can share with the audience that you're able to get through, through, get on the other side? Yeah, well, a couple of them. Obviously, I've already mentioned Keith's cancer, but, you know, mm-hmm. as a family, we always felt that probably the reason we're where we are was because of his cancer, and it probably ended up, in the long run, being a good thing. Mm-hmm. It made our family stronger, tighter, uh, more resourceful. I mean, I had to leave my other job to become self-employed so that I could not only help Keith get through this, but pay our bills. And that was one major obstacle that we found that when life throws it at you, it's how do you respond to it? The second one was having to go through a major uh, name change on purpose. Like I said, when we came down here, we were not my shower door. We were part of a license agreement with uh, the gentleman in Connecticut named Mr. Shower Door. And it was his decision that and he had seven of us throughout the country that they were no longer going to renew his license and everyone had to change their name. And that was very stressful because we had put hundreds of thousands of dollars into advertising Mr. Showerdoor. And we were worried. We didn't know if he was doing something and going to sell that to somebody else and capitalize mm-hmm. on all the input that we had put into it. But that was a worry that was not true. He didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just changed our name, rebranded ourselves, and actually it opened up all sorts of territories where I was under restrictions before. So like I said, we stayed friends and it ended up being a good thing. Yeah. It was a bad thing, caused a lot of stress, ended up being a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is amazing, isn't it? You know, so many events in life that just seem like 
an absolute disaster, extremely difficult, I mean, to the point where you just want to stay in bed all day and pull the covers over your head. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we get out, we put one foot in front of the other, we have faith and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's great to hear stories like that where you look back and you go, yeah, if not for that fork in the road, right? Um, yeah. You wouldn't be where you are. So uh, awesome I, message for that's what entrepreneurs need to do. They need to find yeah. these obstacles and look at them as opportunities instead yeah. of um, instead of always moving away. Yeah. Uh, COVID was another example of this. Uh, we had to make a decision uh, to shut down and follow the governor's orders or request, I should say, even though we were considered in that group of essential businesses. But I couldn't. I couldn't send our installers into homes not knowing if the people were sick or not sick. If my people were sick, I didn't want to cause any customers any grief. So we shut down for 30 days and it was a very, very, very difficult decision to make. You never, you know, things were going very good. We had the best economy in the world. People were buying frameless shower doors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we let everybody know. I did a, a company-wide podcast or let's say video email to everybody explaining it. Everyone stayed home for 30 days, got fully paid with full benefits, didn't yeah. lay anybody off. And we came back May 4th, bigger, stronger, with the best attitudes. Everybody could appreciate the job. So it was a great culture building segment, even though we were struggling with the idea. It was the best decision that was made. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Good for you. And uh, thank you for all you've done in the community and uh and it, unless you're a business owner it's hard to really understand that process that stress the unknown i mean when you shut down for 30 days you didn't know if it was going to be 30 days or 90 or for That's that matter right. a year. Yeah, yeah i watch other states right now it started off at 30 days they're going on 90 days yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and people in minnesota and michigan are pulling their hair out we can't you know people are just ready to work and they want to yeah. work and they'll take the risks for sure, for sure. So if there was one uh, thing that you wanted to plant in the minds of our listeners about my shower door, Bill, what is it that comes to mind? Well, that we're a family business and a type of business uh, that we're experts at what we do. We know the glass industry in and out. I guess the things that they don't know is that we just built a 60,000 square foot manufacturing facility right here in Fort Myers. So the product is made not only in the United States, right here in Lee County. Wow. Matter of fact, uh, we were named manufacturer of the year this past year from Lee County's Horizon Council. Uh, and that's pretty, pretty good and pretty powerful. Uh, the glass that we get is made and mined right out of North Carolina. The sand comes from North Carolina. The float glass is made there, trucked here. And the other thing that a lot of customers don't know is we have an architectural division so that we're able to do things like wine closets, glass railing systems, office partitions, tabletops. Uh, so a lot of glass products, not just shower doors. So we have a whole architectural division that can do that. And that's going very well. Wine closets are very popular. Um, glass railing systems and glass office partitions. If you ever walk into that Hertz corporate office and you see all the glass offices, we made all of that. We made it in our factory at D3 in Fort Myers. Wow. Wow. So that is so, so interesting. You have thought 
of just about everything, it sounds like. And uh, the fact that it's all happening in our backyard here, uh, you know, again, speaks to the concept of the whole Good Neighbor podcast and what you're doing for the community. Yeah, I want to thank you for what you're doing. This is a great podcast and I'm going to subscribe to it. And I love listening to other business owners. As I was telling you in our pre-interview here, I'm part of the uh, South Lee Economic Development Council. And one of my positions is to help businesses maintain their current employees and grow within reason. We're not looking for massive expansion, but we want to help retain and expand existing businesses give them guidance and assistance wherever possible. Yeah. Uh, one of the neat things that that uh, I want to say I came up with, but I'll tell you, I didn't think of it, but I did hear about it happening somewhere else in the United States. So I offered to quarterback this is what we call a workforce signing day. Now, let me, uh, let me drill down on it. Uh -huh. I know that student athletes that come out of high school often have a signing day if they're getting a scholarship to go to Florida or Alabama or Georgia for whatever sport. And it's a big deal and, and everybody celebrates that. So what we wanted to do is celebrate the, the students that were going directly into the workforce. And what we we're and we had it planned for May 11th and unfortunately it got canceled. But Lee right. County Schools had a list of over 50 students that knew that they were going directly into the workforce and already had employers lined up. So the employers and the students were going to get together. We were going to celebrate it. And each student would announce where they were going to work. And we hmm. thought that was a very positive thing for the community. Right. Students, as much as I love college and I'm very involved with FGCU, there's students that just aren't ready for it for whatever reason sickness, financial, maturity, whatever that case, we still wanted to celebrate the working students. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's funny. It brings back to mind uh, my uh, health club business. We were in a college town. And so we employed my, my uh, last company. We had 350 employees. So obviously we drew a lot from the college and graduates. And, and uh, you know, I always saw a difference in the employees who – had gone out into the working world and then went to school versus the kids who went from high school right into college. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, they got to experience real life as they call it. Right. And yeah. really I think put more into their education, having been in the, in the work world. I uh, think so. they'll come back and they'll question things differently. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're teaching me this, but I've been in the real world and I see that that's really not right. There's more to that story and let's, yeah. let's expose that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that. I definitely want to learn more and uh, anything we can do to help there by all means, let me know. Sure. Um, so my shower doors, how can our listeners find out more, get a hold of you, go ahead and tell us your various locations and, and let's get our listeners over there. Okay. So I know that this podcast primarily goes through Naples and Fort Myers and those are our flagship stores. Everyone has probably seen our number one store, which is at Wiggins Pass in North Naples. Uh, I like to say Jermaine Lexus is across the street from us. So that's one. The second one is down in South Naples uh, at the corner of Central and Goodlit. So there's a Ferguson Plumbing in that same uh, quad. And it's a really nice area. And that service is down through Marco Island. Then going northbound, we're in Fort Myers, right next door to Bonefish Grill. Uh, again, Scanlon Lexus across the street from us. <laughs> and then we go up into Sarasota on Fruitville Road, uh, Tampa and St. Pete. So in St. Pete, we're in Pinellas Park. Uh, 
uh, in Tampa. We're up in Carrollwood, which is just north of the Buck Stadium, where Tom Brady's going to be playing this year. Uh, yeah. And then we go over to uh, uh, Winter Park in Orlando, and now the new Cape Coral store. So we've got eight locations. You can go to myshowerdoor.com. I guess if I didn't tell you that, you would have figured it out. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and our own YouTube channel, where you're going to see a lot of videos and podcasts from not just myself, but my son, Keith, as well, who's very, very active. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listeners, get on over there to the YouTube channel, get a feel for things, stop in the store, say hello to Bill and the rest of the family. And um, Bill, really, again, appreciate you being part of the Good Neighbor podcast and wishing you the best and looking forward to location 9, 10, 11, and 12 the next time we talk. Me too. (laughs) Take care. Me too. Hey, thanks so much. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.